versus Cardo. Hello listeners and welcome to yet another episode of the Nigeria Football Weekly Podcast with me, host Oluoke. Today is episode 25 and I'll be touching on most things Super Eagles this week as we're now officially in the international break uh, and Nigeria will be kicking off our World Cup qualifying campaign this Friday at home in Lagos at the Teslin Balogu Stadium against Liberia before we fly out to Cape Verde to take on their national team on Tuesday next week, which will be the 7th of September. Um, in terms of what I'm going to be talking about, I'll be touching on the release squad list and any changes in terms of who's been invited to the team since it was announced a week ago. I'll then run through our Super Eagles players that performed very, very briefly. Um, before I get into it, as usual, please follow us on our social media channels at NFWPOD on Twitter, at Nigeria Football Weekly on Instagram, and forward slash Nigeria Football Weekly on Facebook. And YouTube channel is also Nigeria Football Weekly. So in terms of Super Eagles squad announcement, uh, I'm going to run through the squad list. Goalkeepers, we have the usual suspects, Maruka Okoye, Francis Zoho, and Daniel Akbei as third-choice backup. In terms of defenders that were called up, William Ekong, Chidezi Awaziem, Leon Balogu, Kenneth Omero, and Kevin Akboguma as centre-backs. And then Ola Aino, Jamilu Collins, Zedu Sanusi, and Abdullah Shehu have been picked as fullbacks in the main squad list. Midfielders, we've got our four players from the UK, Wilfred Ndidi, Ogene Karo Etebo, Franco Yeka, and Joe Aribo, um, who, I mean, pretty much dominate the midfield for us anyway. We don't have that many options outside of the UK contingent in the middle of the park. And then in terms of the forwards caught up, Ahmed Musa is in the squad. Moses Simon is back in the squad after missing the last round of fixtures. Alex Wobi, usual suspect, is in there. Samuel Kalu is also in the squad, which is a bit of a surprise, considering he hasn't been part of the national team setup for a while. And even after he had his mini issue with collapsing a few weeks ago, I thought this would have been one to stay well clear of. And in terms of our three strikers, the usual suspects, Victor Sime, Kelechi Anacho, and Polo Nwachu. Due to the Premier League stance on red list countries, so just for anyone who's not aware, the UK has a quarantine list where they have a traffic light system for countries in red list, amber list, and green list. If you're an amber list or green list country, you don't have to quarantine when you come back as long as you take certain tests at certain points in time. But if you visit a red list country, if you're a normal citizen, you have to then quarantine for 10 days in a government-mandated hotel. This is a bit rubbish because apparently FIFA didn't even give this. I mean, the UK government did not give this exemption to FIFA to allow players to travel to their countries to play in World Cup qualifiers. However, when it was July and UEFA were hosting the Euro 2020 semifinals and finals, guess what? The UK government provided exemptions for the UEFA officials. And it's also a bit of a shame because all the European teams have pretty much all their players apart from Turkey. Um, so because of that, our Premier League based players in Didi and Acho, Atebo, they all have to go back to England after the first game against Liberia because Cape Verde is a red list country. So in their place, we've got a squad list of seven other players who've been called up for the national team, 
Henry Oyekuru, Tara Mofi, Chidarai Juke, Innocent Bonke, Valentine Ozonwafo, who's really lucky to be in there, if you ask me, Tara De Buehi, and Kingsley Michael of Bologna. Out of those lists, I'd expect Oyekuru to play a big part in the game against Cape Verde. Innocent Bonke and Michael Kingsley will probably have to play central midfield because all our midfielders are going to be back in the UK after the game against Liberia. So it'll be an interesting one because both of them will be making their national team debuts for that game. Um, and then we'll see Tyrone Buehi also probably come in. But anyway, two players I've had to pull out of the squad since the squad announcement. Franco Yeka tested positive for COVID just before the weekend round of games in the Premier League. So he's out. And Kevin Akboguma also tested positive for COVID. But he tested positive for COVID after the weekend round of games because he did play on Friday night against Borussia Dortmund for his club side, Hoffenheim. So in terms of the Liberia game, the Liberia game is on Friday, September 3rd, 5 p.m. at the Teslin Balogu Stadium. Liberia currently ranked 150th in the world. They're not a great side as they didn't even make the final groups for the AFCON qualifiers. So in reality, there should be no excuse for the Super Eagles to not win this game. But remember what happened against Sierra Leone after we were 4-0 up. So you cannot take anything or any country for granted. In terms of their key players to be aware about, they've got player Slavia Prague called Murphy Durley, Ayuba Kosia, who plays for Dutch side Nak Breda, and Mohamed Kamara, who plays at Hataspo in Turkey. So I think the rest are probably all home-based players. So with all due respect, we should be winning this game by a convincing amount of goals. I'm thinking three or four goals, to be fair. In terms of who do I expect to start this game, Marco Akoye will start in goal for sure. No qualms about that. Ola Aino should start at right back. Ekong and Balogu should continue to start as the centre-back pairing for the Super Eagles, while Zedu Sanusi should also come in at left-back, even with his little issues for Porto in the recent few weeks. Ndida and Aribo have been Grenoble Rose chosen pivot for pretty much all of AFCON qualifying, so I'd expect them to continue to start. Maybe there's a chance Etebo might come in and Aribo might be pushed further forward. But I think in all honesty, Didi and Aribo are more likely to play. Alex Wobi would always start for the Super Eagles and he has every reason to, especially considering his good form to start the season for Everton. While I also think Moses Simon should start for the Super Eagles considering the start he's had with Nantes and how well he's been playing. Kelechi Anacho will likely start as well considering he started the last two games for Grenoble Raw in qualifiers. And Victor Simen, number nine, probably our most important player apart from Ndidi, should start. Yes, there is a chance that Iana Cho might start on the bench and you might see someone like Ahmed Musa come in to the wings and then Alex Iwobi plays to the middle. Um, so that's one I might see. Or as I said, we could see a Tebo come in and start and Aribo push to the number 10 position. But I'm yet to see Grenoro really do that apart from Aribo's first few caps for the Super Eagles. Out of those players that I've said should start, I still expect Etebo, Polonuachu, and Ahmed Musa to probably get minutes off the bench if they do not start. So let's see what happens. In terms of key decisions to be aware about for the Super Eagles, in our friendly games over the summer against Cameroon and obviously against Mexico where none of the players in our current squad were called up for, we struggled to score. We did not score a single goal in any of those three games. So creativity and goal scoring is a big issue for the Super Eagles. You remember our last qualifier, we beat Lesotho 3-1 or 3-0, and we had to score a last-minute goal against Benin. So there's clearly teething issues in terms of how creative this team could be. So that's something we'll love to see change because 
World Cup qualifying, you can't play around for any reason. Osime was one of the top scorers alongside Pat Sandaka in AFCON World Cup qualifiers, I mean, Nations Cup qualifiers with five goals. So he'll be essential. We need him to replicate that form and make his appearance at his first ever World Cup because he was not in the squad in 2018. So I'm sure he'll be desperate to make sure that he fires us into that tournament. One thing to note, though, is even if we top this group, there will still be a round of, of playoffs. So there's 10 groups in AFCON qualifying for the World Cup, in Africa qualifying, I mean, and the 10 group winners will then face each other based on your ranking and how well you do with the five top seeds placing the five bottom seats. So unless Nigeria play with this, it's not going to be easy. So, But thankfully, we've got AFCON coming up after the World Cup qualifiers, so we don't have that many friendly games to play. So everything is going to be serious business. We need to also aim for a clean sheet. We know what happened against Sierra Leone, so we can't have that happen again. Um, so I expect Ekong and Balogu to be really solid. Balogu had a very, very good game week this weekend, playing in the Old Firm Derby for Rangers against Celtic. He played at right back, actually. It was really, really good. Samuel Chikweze is injured, so he's not in the squad list, as you could probably tell. So who's going to fill that vacancy? Yes, Wobi can play anywhere across the front line, so we may see Wobi play there. Or we may even see someone like Chidora Ejike get some minutes or Samuel Kalu, but I highly doubt Samuel Kalu would start the game. Um, so, yeah, that's it in terms of our game for um, Liberia. In terms of my predictions, I think it's going to be a 3-0 win um, or 4-0 win. Um, now that the Eagles have been playing in testing Balogu Stadium, they should be more familiar with the, with the stadium and hopefully the pitch is in tip-top shape for that game. And then after that, we go play Cape Verde on Tuesday. But I'll be bringing you a pod before that game week to review our performance against Liberia and to also preview who I expect to start for that game against Cape Verde. So that's it in terms of Super Eagles news and how we're going to be, what you could expect from that game. Remember, it's a 5 p.m. kickoff Tuesday, September. I mean, 5 p.m. kickoff this Friday. So it's at 5 p.m. Make sure you don't miss that. Um, and then after this break, I'll be running through the league reviews before we round off the podcast. You are now listening to the Nigeria Football Weekly Podcast. So moving swiftly on to the league reviews, um, one person to mention who qualified for the Champions League last week was Innocent Bonke. So the central midfielder who's also been called up, called up as part of the seven replacement players for the UK-based players. He plays for Malmo FF in Sweden. Um, and they qualify for the Champions League. Uh, I'm not sure if it was the first time in their history, uh, but it was the first time in a long time after they won 3-2 on aggregate against Luda Goretz of Hungary. Uh, interestingly enough, Malmo were managed by former Chelsea and Norway striker Tori Andre Flo, and they've been drawn into the group to face Juventus, Chelsea, and Zenit St. Petersburg. So he'll be representing Nigeria in the Champions League. Zedou Sanusi at Porto would be as well, and also Samo Chikweze at Villarreal. Moving on to the Premier League, Kelechi, Enacho and Ndidi, they were in action on Saturday as Leicester beat Norwich 2-1 away. Ndidi started the game as usual and Kelechi came off, off the bench again, as he's been doing to start the season. However, he did play a critical part in the second goal scored by Leicester City. One thing to also note is Leicester City have sealed the loan signing of Ademola Lukman. Uh, so he signed for Leicester on deadline day yesterday and... I, I think it's a matter of time before he plays for Nigeria. So watch that space. Alex Wobi, uh, last week, during the midweek, he started and scored a great goal and also busted out the palliative dance in a 2-1 EFL Cup win, also known as the League Cup, 
Um, and then over the weekend, he came on for the final 22 minutes as Everton beat Brighton 2-0 away to continue their good start to the season. Emmanuel Dennis, Etebo and Ekong. Etebo and Ekong started their League Cup game, which they beat Crystal Palace 1-0 at home last week Tuesday, uh, with Dennis coming on in the second half. And then over the weekend, they narrowly lost 1-0 to Tottenham in the Prem, with all three of those players playing well. And Dennis looked particularly lively. It's a bit of a shame, Emmanuel. Dennis is not in the, in the national team lineup right now, but I'm sure that will change very, very soon. Franco Yeka, before he tested um, positive for coronavirus, he came on in the second half of Brentford's League Cup win uh, home to Forest Green. Um, so we'll probably see him back after the international break because he should have enough time to quarantine and recover from the virus. In the championship, Semi Ajayi, his team played against Arsenal in the League Cup and lost 6-0, although they played a team full of youngsters. And then over the weekend on Saturday, he scored a last-minute winner in a 1-0 win away to Peterborough, um, which has kept West Brom top of the table. So shout-out to Jai for that one. Moving actually on to Bundesliga and probably the hottest striker, Nigerian striker in Europe right now. Taiwa Wani played 60 minutes on Thursday in the second leg of their Europa Conference League game against Coops. They had already won the first leg 4-0, so it was a routine game and ended 0-0. However, on Sunday, against Gladbach, he scored an incredible goal um, to help his team, Union Berlin, win 2-1 after it was played through a goal by Max Cruz, and he rounded the keeper. A really, really good goal. So at the moment, he's the second top scorer in the Bundesliga behind Lewandowski, which is no easy feat. So shout out Tyler Wani, and we hope his impressive form continues. Akboguma, before he tested positive um, for Hoffenheim, he got an assist in a 3-2 loss on Friday night to Borussia Dortmund. So we wish him a speedy recovery as well. Kingsley is away for Cologne. He was on the bench in a 2-1 home win against Bochum at home. So no game for him. And then Dixon Abiyama, the striker, I told you now plays for Greta Furt, who will probably end up finishing last in the Bundesliga. He did play 90 minutes in a 3-0 away win. I mean, loss. In a 3-0 away loss to Mainz on Saturday. Moving swiftly on to the Serie A, Victor Sime, he's not just been suspended for one game. He's actually been suspended for two games now. And he sat out the first game that he was suspended for on Sunday, which was a 2-1 win against Genoa. He'll also miss their first game after the international break, which is going to be against Juventus, which is a bit of a shame for him personally. Moving on to Kingsley Michael, who's been called up for the national team. He actually started and played 60 minutes in Syria as Bologna impressively drew 0-0 away to Atalanta. So Bologna have started the season really well. They've got four points from their first two games and hopefully we'll see Kingsley Michael continue to get minutes for that team. David Okereke and Tyrone Bui of Venezia. Over the weekend, Tarnibui was on the bench as they lost 3-0 away to Udinese. But David Okereke actually started this game at right wing. So hopefully he'll continue to get games and we'll see a boy he back in the starting lineup for their team. Although, if I'm being honest, they're probably one of the relegation candidates at this point in time. Speaking of Udinese, Isaac Success, who used to play for Nigeria in our youth teams, he signed a three-year deal moving from Watford. Watford and Udinese are owned by the same family, the Pozo family. Uh, but he was on the bench for that 3-0 win against Venezia. So hopefully we'll see if he could get himself some game time for the club. Moving on to Olaino. Olaino started yet again for Torino. He started at left wing back as they lost the second consecutive game 2-1. This time it was away to Fiorentina on Saturday evening. So let's see if that plays any... That plays to the thoughts of Genoro in terms of how he plays Olaino for the Super Eagles. And then finally, Salernitana, who've got Simino Aqua and Joel Obi. 
Now, they are probably the worst side of Syria, to be fair. They go battered 4-0 on Sunday at home to Jose Mourinho's AS Roma with Tammy Abraham also playing really, really well in that game. Joel Obi started the game and played 68 minutes while Simino Anko came on for the last 34 minutes. So hopefully they'll get better days <laughs> as in their next fixture. Moving on to Ligue 1, Moses Simon played 90 minutes for Nantes as they lost 1-0 at home on Friday night to Lyon. Um, so that was a bit of a shame, but not really a surprise. Tara Mofi played 90 minutes for Lorient um, as they drew 2-2 away to Lens on Sunday. Um, no goal scored for him in this game. So he's only got the one penalty scored so far, but they're only three games into the season. So hopefully it gets better for Tara Mofi as the season progresses. And then Samuel Kalu also got caught up for the Super Eagles. His team, Bordeaux, were absolutely atrocious on Saturday night. They lost 4-0 to Nice away on Saturday. Um, and he came on to play the entire second half. Um, so let's see how it goes for all of them, but we wish them all the best. In La Liga, it's not good news for any Nigerian players. Samuel Chukweze is still injured, and Ramon Aziz at Granada is not even making their squads. And he wasn't loaned out either, so I'm not sure what's happening there. One person to mention from the Segunda Division, Kenneth Romero, who got caught up for the Super Eagles as well. I think he's a bit lucky to get caught up ahead of Semi Ajaya, I must, I must say. But I think it has something to do with COVID, as the COVID restrictions in England with the championship falling under the UK bracket of people that have had to quarantine. His team have had an awful start to the league. They lost 2-1 at home. Um, he plays for Leganes, by the way. They lost 2-1 at home to Ibiza. Uh, you, so let's see what happens with that one. But I don't expect Kenneth Mero to be starting games for the Super Eagles anytime soon. Yes, he's got loads of caps and he's probably one of the most experienced players considering he played the 2013 Africa Cup of Nations alongside Ahmed Musa when we won the tournament. But he's very, very lucky to be getting caught up for the national team from the Spanish second division. Uh, if I was Nigeria, I'll be going to get a Darabayo passport and I'll be calling him up instead. So let's watch this space. And then moving on to the non-top five league, starting with Portugal. Zedo Sanusi was not in the squad again for Porto. So the second consecutive game where he has not even been on the bench. They did win 3-0 though, um, but it looks like his club career with Porto could be in big trouble. But he didn't go on loan anywhere, so it's a bit of a shame. I'm not sure what's going to happen there, but we'll keep you updated. Chidezia Waziam had another good performance for Boavista. They drew 1-1 on Saturday away to Vizela. Um, so you could say Awaziam, he could also be in contention to start for the Super Eagles right now, to be fair. But I think Balogu and Ekong should still be the established first choice at this point in time. Maybe Akboguma could have disrupted that, but I'll definitely consider those three before thinking about Awaziam and Semi Ajayi and Omeru. Um, but if Tosia Darbayo plays for Nigeria, he'll go past all of these guys, to be honest, apart from Ekong and Balogu, in my opinion. And then moving on to the Dutch Redivisie, where Super Eagles number one goalkeeper plays. Marka Akoye, Sparta Rotterdam, lost 2-0 on Saturday away to go-ahead Eagles. And this was despite Marka Akoye making five saves. And he also got beat from the penalty spot. So no shame in that. And we hope he his team finally gets some points for the season. I mean, their first win of the season because they've got one point from three games. One thing to mention, though, is Cyril Dezas, Super Eagles striker who was at Genk. He has moved on in, on loan yesterday, transfer deadline day to Feyenoord. So that should be a good move for him as long as he could get some game time. Because if people forget, he was the top scorer in the Eredivisie in the 1920 season, um, 2020 season. Um, and he should get more game time after warming the bench for the whole year for Paul Anuachu. Speaking of Genk and Paul Onwachu, um, he played 
as they beat Anderlecht 1-0 at home on Sunday. Um, however, Genk have signed another Nigerian striker, I.K. Ubo. I.K. Ubo signed from Chelsea. Um, he was on loan in the Belgian division last year with, I can't remember the team anymore. Um, but anyway, he signed for Genk. He came on to replace Onuachu in the 87th minute, and he scored the winner on his debut in the 87th minute. So impressive debut for I.K., and we wish him all the best. I also know he's declared to play for Nigeria, so let's see if he could get some more goals and really make his name heard for the Super Eagles, or at least put himself in contention to be called up by Gwen O'Rourke. Moving on to Alassane Yusuf, I'll say probably very unlucky not to get caught up considering our central midfield issues. I'm not sure Kingsley Michael should be getting call-ups before Alassane Yusuf, who plays for Real Antwerp, who are also in the Europa League. So they qualify for the Europa League after winning their second leg playoff 2-0 to Omonia Nicosia, who've got Iaia Temwen, Abdullah Shehu, and they've just recently signed Francis Zoho as well. Um, they lost their first leg 4-2 to Omonia, and they won the second leg 2-0. There's no more away goals in UEFA competitions. So it went to penalty shootouts and Royal Antwerp won the tie 3-2. Alassane Yusuf did not start that game. He came on in the 90th minute to play extra time. Um, but then on their game in the weekend, he came to he, he came into the starting lineup in a 2-2 draw to Leuven. Speaking of Leuven, um, Royal Antwerp's open nets over the weekend. Jesse Sekedika has moved there on loan from Galatasaray. Um, so we'll see how he progresses in that game. And then moving on to the final four leagues, starting with the Scottish Premiership. As I mentioned earlier, Jura Rebo and Leon Balogu, um, they were both instrumental on Sunday in a 1-0 win over Celtic with um, both of them starting the game. And I think Balogu might have been voted man of the match or close to man of the match. Before that game, though, they did qualify for the Europa League after winning their um, qualifier 1-0 on aggregate. So kudos to them, and we'll see them both in the Europa League. Moving on to the Turkish League, Ahmed Musa's Fatih Karagumruk lost 1-0 to Besiktas away on Saturday. He started the game as expected. And in Fenerbahce, um, Bright Osai Samuel's team, Fenerbahce also qualified for the Europa League after an emphatic 5-2 win away. Over the weekend as well, they also won their league game 2-0. Um, when you look at people like Samuel Kalu getting caught up for the national team right now, no offense, but Osai Samuel surely has to begin at least looks to get into the team. So let's see what happens with that one for him. And then just to mention, former Super Eagles midfielder Ogenio Nazi, instrumental in our 2013 AFCON win and also instrumental in the 2014 World Cup. He has moved to the Turkish League to sign for Denis Zilispur. So we'll see how he progresses for them in that league. And then finally, in Russia, Chidara GK's performances of Andy Mariko back to the national team. Um, however, on Thursday, they did lose 1-0 away to Zenit St. Petersburg, who are probably the best team in that division. And then finally, in the Greek League, Henry Yekuru, his club side drew 2-2 away on Thursday in their Europa League qualifier, um, but they already won the first leg 3-0, um, which meant they qualified quite easily. And Yekuru actually scored his first goal for Olympiacos, so shout out to him on that one. They've got no league games until after the international break. And that's pretty much the roundup in terms of our league performances from our players. Um, it's been a pleasure. In terms of Starboy Eagle of the Week, it has to be Tywa Wani again for Union Berlin. He's played three Bundesliga games and scored in all three of those games. And he also scored an absolute great goal, as I mentioned. So try and Google that and see if you can see the goal for yourself. And he now sits second behind Lewandowski in the goal scoring charts. So as long as he stays fit, 
I think this could be a big, 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 big season for Taiwa Awoni. And that's it for this episode of the Nigeria Football Weekly. Thanks for sticking with me. We hope the Super Eagles can do amazingly well on Friday and kick off the World Cup qualifiers um, in a positive fashion. As I said, I expect it to be 3 or 4 nil. Thanks for listening, as always, guys. And I'll see you on the next episode of the podcast where we'll be reviewing our performance against Liberia and also previewing the game against Cape Verde. <laughs> <laughs>